Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Christmas Campcast, in which Kenneth and I will slash, spoil, review, gush over not one, but two Christmas movies. First movie, Krampus. Krampus! Second movie, Rare Exports, A Christmas Story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does Chris like both these movies? Does Ken like both these movies? Do we like one of them and not the other? Tune in to find out on this Geek Pants Camcast. Uh, so the, the first thing that I would like to talk to you about um, is, uh, is Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Because I'm not going to see, well, I, I mean, I might see you on Christmas Day. Yeah. I might, but uh, that'll be it for the contact. Um, and now that I know that we're recording, mm-hmm. this is my only ugly Christmas shirt, although it's not really ugly at all. It's not ugly at all. It's, uh, I would say it's bitchin'. I love how they throw the hat on Superman, yet Batman's like, fuck it, I'm not wearing anything. Especially, and it bothers me because after uh, reading Red Sun, yeah. you totally could have had the bat ears through the, the fucking Chris, or the Santa Claus hat. Yeah, 100%. So, so yeah. So I, I found this literally the other, I think last week or whatever, and just today I was like, oh yeah, I'll wear it. I'm happy you did. I'm happy you did. Uh, so am I. So am I. I couldn't find mine. So once again, I'm rocking the uh, the Kong sweater, which just celebrated its 15th anniversary. Yeah, which is a it's a you know a, a worthy sweater to wait. That's Skull Island Kong though. That's not King Kong. No, this, this is Peter Jackson's Kong, but that's the name of the ride at uh, Universal. All right. Okay, uh, it, Kenneth. It's Peter Jackson's Kong. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Anyway, so uh, like we said, or like I said in the opening, yes, Geek Panthers, we are doing Krampus. Now, to be fair, there's uh, now like a million Krampus movies out there. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Krampus. That's I got to pronounce the R properly. Yeah, you got to do it like the old lady there. We're specifically talking about the one that was released November 30th, 2015 in L.A. and then later December 4th, 2015 in the U.S., uh, starring Adam Scott and Tony Collette. That's mm-hmm. the one we're referencing. Okay. Which is good because like I was telling Kenneth, we, I looked at a list of the top, out of nowhere, all of a sudden there's like this list of the top 15 best, uh, Krampus movies. Yeah. First one on the list, rare exports. And that's why I wanted to watch it and also cover it on a Camcast. The second one on the list was Krampus. The one we're talking about now. The rest of them were just, and they literally were saying, like in the reviews, they were like, "Like this one is the worst of this particular franchise." Then the sequel happens, and it's like, it's better, but I mean, the first one was so terrible that this one had to be better. There was like a uh, lady Krampus or Krampus's mom on this list. Like it was, Mama. It was so bad, and then like. The designs of Krampus, like, while they're all fairly similar, they were all just so gross. Like, they're basically, like, uh, Wendigos with horns and stuff. I was like, yeah. ah, I can't get behind yeah. this. I I've, can't. I've watched a few. I've watched a few, and, and a lot of time they're garbage. These two are hands down the best of the bunch. Uh, these two, yes, hands down, are the best. Yeah. Are the absolute best. 
Um, but before we go any further, I got to do my thing to make it seem like I actually work these camcasts to keep up with this guy who does pretty much everything else. <clears throat> so I mentioned the release dates. It was written by Todd Casey, Michael Doherty, and Zach Shields. It was directed by Michael Doherty. Mm-hmm. It was based on, shockingly enough, Krampus <laughs> from Austro-Bavarian folklore. Yeah, I just, I never would have guessed. Weird. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're going to say Santa Claus is based off of Saint Nick and Sinterklaas. Whatever. Anyway, so um, I mentioned Adam Scott. I mentioned Tony Collette. But also um, MJ Anthony. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Adam Scott plays Tom Engel, the father. Tony Collette plays Sarah Engel, the mother. MJ Anthony plays Max Engel, the son. Stefania Levy Owen plays Beth Engel, the older sister. <clears throat> Krista Stadler plays Omi, the German grandma. Yep. And one of my favorites in the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, fucking David Kochner plays Howard. And he is one of those guys that does kind of play the same role in every movie. Yeah. He just dials up or dials down the douchiness, depending on it. This one, he dials up just enough where you're like, oh, fuck this guy. But later you're like, okay, I guess he's kind of cool. He's all right. Uh, One of my current favorites, Allison Tolman, who's Linda, who is uh, Howard's wife. She's one of my favorites right now. I I watched her in Fargo and I was like, I fell in love. I want to see more of her. Great actress. Um, Also one of my favorites, and I Never remember that this is her first name, Conchata Farrell, as Aunt Dorothy. Mm-hmm. This one plays the same role in every movie. <laughs> She's literally like I picture her as being this in real life, and that's it. And then she just like people call her and they say, "Hey, we need you for a part." And she's just like, "Okay, what do I got to do?" And they're like, "Uh, you know, the same thing as always. Just do you. We'll see you at the shoot." Every time I see her, it reminds me of my auntie Cher. Yes, yes, very much so, very much so. Um, Luke Hawker is actually Krampus, which I was very impressed by the fact that they actually had an actual suit that they used for this, and it wasn't all just CGI. Yeah. Um, There's more people, but I kind of just skipped them because there there was a lot of the kids. I skipped all the kids because I was like, ah, fuck it. I wrote their character names down in case I want to reference them, but that was it. Okay, good, good. Um, But here's something uh, that I thought was kind of interesting. The voices, Seth Green was Lumpy, which I couldn't tell you who was Lumpy, nor could I tell you who Clumpy was, but I could tell you was voiced by Justin Roiland of uh, Rick and Morty fame. Really? I had no idea. I didn't even look at voices. That's why I get paid the big bucks. Who is Lumpy? And finally... Brehan Burns is Dumpy. Dumpy. Couldn't tell you who, who that one was either. Uh, the budget, $15 million. The box office, $61.5 million. I, This is literally just over four, four times its budget. Yeah. Why the franchise didn't pick up after this blows my fucking mind. I, I I can't believe how amazing this movie looks for 15 mil. Yeah, they they definitely put a lot of money into the special effects, but they they 
did a good job on, and this is like what I, what I love to see. They do practical effects with really polished special effects yeah. so that both things work seamlessly together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, I want to say, before we go any further, I love this movie. So I'm going to be gushing about this movie. It's going to be a lot of, I love prefacing every single sentence that I have here. Uh, what about you, Ken? Same. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I thought. Love this movie. That's what I thought. I, and you know what? Like, I thought it looked really cool. Adrian and I, this is one of the very, very few amount of movies that we watched while we lived in BC. We uh, Wow. We, we were stoked to watch this because Michael Doherty is the writer-director of Trick or Treat, which you know is one of my favorite horror movies ever. Yes. He's also the co-writer of X-Men 2, which is one of the best superhero movies ever yes. made. I knew I recognized that name, and I was like, how do I know that name? And yeah. when I looked in his, uh, his uh, filmography and hit X-Men 2, I was like, oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. I didn't really care so much for Trick or Treat because I haven't seen that movie yet. <laughs> that is on my to-watch to list. Yeah. But I definitely was like, okay, all right. This is, this well, is really good. And plus, I love Tony Collette. I love Adam Scott. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, okay, fine. Tony Collette always blows my mind. Uh, I honestly believe, I honestly believe she's the best actress in Hollywood today, hundred percent. I, you know what? I have to agree. I have to agree. She's so 100%. good. What what, uh, I, her, what I saw her do here, like what she did here, wasn't super impressive. It was just, it was good. But what I've seen her do in like Hereditary and United States of Terror. Have you watched that show? She plays four yeah. different characters. It's mind blowing. It's so yeah, my favorite part about Tony Collette, though, is uh, her American accent is so good. You have no idea she's British. Right. I always forget. It's one, Every one single people, time. One of those celebs where I don't remember they have an accent until I watch an interview and I'm thrown off by it. Like, why are they talking like that? Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> I've seen her do her normal accent in movies and went, wow, she's got a really good British accent. <laughs> like, that's a really good British, I'm impressed with her British accent. And then yeah. later I, I saw her in an interview and I was like, oh, it's because she's yeah, British. Other okay. way around, yeah. Right. Okay. She's got a phenomenal American accent. But anyway, so yeah, first of all, the cast is awesome. Uh, I'm giving a super shout out to MJ. Uh, and uh, the guy that played Max. Yeah, that kid is incredible. MJ Anthony sold the movie for me. Yeah. Okay, uh, especially because right at the beginning, I immediately fell in love with the Home Alone slash Gremlin vibe that this movie gives off. This is probably one of the reasons why I immediately love this movie so much, because like right away when, you know, there's the, the fight at school, you know, and I was, I was like, oh, this is kind of like Home Alone. And then yeah. the family shows up and they all like, suck christmas spirit out of the whole house and the kids like like max is just like fuck like oh my god and they find out that he wrote a letter to santa and they're just tearing him to shreds i was like this is definitely like home alone in that sense that he's just like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna wish that my parents were like nobody was here and i would christmas by myself and then lo and behold <laughs> we have something very similar that shot of him just like ripping up his Santa letter, throwing it out the window, it blowing up, and then you see the clouds rolling in immediately. Like, oh, oh. yeah. I was like, holy fuck, this is crazy. And then, um, 
And then the next morning, it's just everything's encased in ice and yeah. it's this blizzard and everything. And then uh, they start off perfectly with the creep factor by that lone snowman in the yard. I was just like, oh, yeah. Like immediately I was like, ooh, this is this is right. Like this feels like this is gonna be and, good. No man is built so it's facing the house. So it's like watching exactly. Exactly. So it's definitely not like, hey, here's my friendly neighborhood snowman yeah. greeting the neighbors. It's no, I'm watching this fucking house. Yeah. Okay. I'm watching this house for a certain somebody, you know? <clears throat> and I thought it was awesome. And I loved how uh Omi kept doing these like knowing looks and stuff like that. And you're just like, okay, she knows, she knows what's going on. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> I loved her relationship with Max as well. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. I actually liked the relationship with all the characters. They're all really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what a, what a, uh, the special effects, getting back to the special effects, like, I mean, we'll probably come back and forth. Yeah, well, I, yeah we we'll touch this. on that for sure going through. Because, I mean, like, this is one of those movies where there is so many, like, the shots are a character themselves. Because there are shots in this movie that I will remember for the rest of my life. Yeah. They're like, so um, good. They were, they were so good. So good. Um, I, I even love, like, uh, continuity stuff where they're out in the blizzard looking for Beth and by the time they come back like they're literally got like snow and like icicles all over them mm-hmm. it didn't look like most movies where they're out in the winter and it's CGI snow and CGI wind their yeah. jackets open and they're like oh oh I'm I'm cold they look like they were fucking freezing yeah, which I really I mean, liked I freaking love that I love that this movie feels like an old school on set type of film like yes yes big, very much so there's no green screen like this is all just like practical with like you said some visual stuff thrown in to like just mix it yeah. perfectly but it's, a, it's well a, I mean like uh, the windstorm stuff that's that's CGI yeah, that's CGI. You could tell, but it was like I said, it was just one of those where I was like, "Man, this is so good." Yeah, I mean, like the clouds. Oh, so good. Deep. Now, I'm not going to say that this is a horror comedy. It because it felt more like it was a suspenseful, sort of a black comedy mm-hmm. with borderline horror elements. Like they could, I felt honestly, they could have went a little bit heavier, but. At the same time, it's not like I, I'm, I'm disappointed that they didn't. Because for fuck's sakes, I was surprised that the first person that got killed was Beth. Yeah. I was super surprised. I actually thought it was going to be the family man, like the, the family in-law, the in-laws, sorry. I thought they were going to get picked off because I, I assumed my, his wish was I want everyone, like I want them to go away. Yeah. Not everyone, but just those specific people. So yeah. when Beth got it, and Beth was like, holy shit, man. Yeah, that really surprised <clears> me. <throat> she was showing, like, compassion towards her little brother and everything, you know? Like, she wasn't just some stuck-up, snooty older sister. Yeah, like the stereotypical yeah. plot, you know? She was, yeah. she had a heart, she had some compassion. She was literally like, okay, look, we just got to get through this weekend. It's okay. It's fine. You know, but even the buildup to her death was awesome because they had like Krampus 
Trump was sorry, on a rooftop and she just kind of happened to look over and we look over and then we see it. And he's kinda. just crouched and you just see that breath. And like Yeah. And the horns, that's it. You saw a breath and horns, and I was like, oh. But he goes running, screaming, and he does that howl, and he's running the rooftops, and the camera's just following along with him. Oh. Oh. I was like, this is so oh. good. Like, this is so good. I, like, fuck, man. Um, I, I actually think, now that I say, like, because I know I was saying it could, they could have went a little bit darker. I think if they did go a little bit too dark the more comedic elements that happened throughout the movie i don't think would have been as good of a tension breaker as they were right because like when we got to the part and uh you know i'll get back to that in a second i i literally remember going like okay all right i can see and this is kind of where i i, I argue the the gremlins aspect because gremlins was kind of the same thing yes. suspenseful some horror elements, but ultimately it was a suspenseful black comedy Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it sucks that uh, she got it first. She like oh, it's and it's not even like she was a bitch, like you said. It, she was actually a pretty cool older sister. Yeah. She just happened to go out when she shouldn't have because no one knew what the hell was going on, and then that was it. She was done. It was finished. Just simply walking through the snow to her boyfriend's house. That's it. That's it. You know, although that's a rule in horror flicks, don't have sex. Yeah, don't do it. We we don't know that she, well, no, she couldn't have because no one else. That's what another thing I liked was that that whole town sectioned off. Yeah. There was nothing coming in, nothing coming out. That was it. It was over for them. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. This is crazy. Um, One of my favorite actual sequences was the flashback when Ami starts telling the story of her uh, experience with Krampus and how she brought him in. And, and they did that really, oh, that cool, like stylized, almost stop motion almost style. Like stop motion, claymation type style, right? Like, yeah, claymation, stop motion, shadow play. Like, I was like, this it, it and, actually it kind of looked like um those those lake animation movies like uh Coraline and everything it had that kind of yes, to it. exactly and that floored me straight up i was i didn't see it coming yeah when so when they went to the flashback i immediately was like oh like i went sat up and was like this this right here if everything else was just as good and they didn't have that i still would have loved this movie yeah, but adding that just put it right over. I was like, "Oh, they, you guys, you guys got it. You guys got it. You do whatever you want. <laughs> you whatever did. you want. I'm in. I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna yeah. love it. It'll be great." And that's exactly what it was. Like my favorite part is fucking Krampus winked at her. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> and that effect looked awesome. Yeah. He was all shadowed out, and then it was just his eyes, and then it winked. I was like, "That's that is so cool. That is so cool." Um. But oh, so so good! Like Jesus, yeah. Oh. I know it's it's become one of those movies that I love more every time I see it. Well, it's funny because the second I finished watching it, I was like, I have a new Christmas movie to watch every year now. Yeah, because that's how good this is. Like I'm literally like, okay, because uh, I haven't watched Gremlins yet, and I haven't watched Elf yet, or Die Hard. All the usual. Don't yeah. worry. Don't worry, I'll get those. You'll get I'll them. get those. You got a week now, to go, man. 
now it's like, uh, oh, I got to get the Santa Claus in there as well. That's right. Yep. But only the first one. Santa Claus 2 and 3. Santa Claus 2 is all right. Santa Claus 2 is all right. 3 is. 3 is rough. That is rough. 3 is rough. Should that, not have been made. That is not a good one. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. I mean, the second one, uh, second one was very much in the spirit of the first. So, you know, it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, but it doesn't hold that special spot in my heart like the first one does. Yep. Third one is garbage. This movie, like I said, I'm, I'm amazed that this movie didn't springboard into just a nice little three or four movie franchise. Doesn't have to make like it made four times its budget. Yeah. Like on a fucking weirdo Christmas horror flick. <laughs> you know? I, it, Michael Doherty knows what he's friggin' doing, but I, I feel like he always, he just wants to like try new things all the time. Like He's been talking about Trick or Treat 2 since the first one came out, and that's like over a decade old now, probably. Oh, well, that's fair. Yeah. That's so, fair. I mean, he did the last Godzilla movie, and that kicked ass. Like, he killed I still have that. to watch that all the way through, actually. Yeah. No. I don't know. I would love to see a Krampus, too. 100%. I would love it. Oh, my God. Especially like, the way they ended it. But more importantly, especially because the way that Krampus was designed... Oh my god. I was expecting <laughs> this fucking like hooved, like beastie devil looking thing with like the horns. I was definitely not expecting a gate jawed Santa Claus that was like this the whole time. All hunched over. <laughs> the hunched over part feeds into the beast beast stuff, but the face, like basically yeah. wearing a rubber Santa mask. Yeah. Like Oh, and almost like wordless, and like like the howl was the only real noise that that thing made. Yeah, the howl that was it. Laugh. The laugh at the at the kid. Oh right, that's right, that's right. That oh, yeah. oh, but that ending, that ending was crazy, because like that ending was so good that it was building up to the point where, and I I like again I had that uh, home alone feeling where it's like okay, Max is gonna get in there, he's gonna be like. Look, I, I'm sorry. I, I I made a mistake. I should never have done that. I'm so, so sorry. Just just take me and bring him back. And I actually thought that they were going to do that, right? Half a second, I was thinking, oh, they're probably going to do the Hollywood ending. And then, uh, you know, Max gets thrown into the pit. He wakes yeah. up and, oh, it was all just a dream. It was hey, so great, right? Dream. Right? And so, like, he goes, take me, take me. And, and Krampus is just like, huh, grabs him. No, fuck you. Throws him in the yeah. pit. And I was like, okay, this kind of lines up. And he wakes up. And uh, were you thinking? And I thought for sure. Dream? I thought for sure that this was it. Like this was going to be like, oh, it was just a dream. And, and Max learned his lesson not to lose his Christmas spirit. But the scene ran longer than two minutes. And I remember thinking like, oh, no. No, 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 no. They... They didn't, and then you get a flash of one of them remembering something. Then you get another flash of someone else remembering well, something. Yeah, and they're like, he opened, as soon as he looks at the ornament and the whole family yeah. looks at it. And they start seeing the flashes, and then they're just like, oh, and they now they know that they're dead. Yeah. And then it pans back, snow globe. And I was like, oh, they were never getting out. They were and never getting out. This collects families. You see all these houses. 
<laughs> if Max had never said anything, he would have ended up like his grandmother. He would have got out, but his family would have been in the the uh, snow globe. Yeah. But yeah, when they panned out and you see them in the snow globe, you're like, holy fuck. Then they pan out again, and then you see it's multiple families. I was like, oh boy, wow, this yeah. was so, like, whoa, what an ending. <laughs> That was great. Like it was a fucking great movie. Like I said, I'm gonna rewatch this every year now. I it's so good. I mean, like it's not even just Krampus either. Like all these elves look creepy. Hold on, stop. Krampus. 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 <laughs> you gotta say it. Say it like only. Um, I the uh, the another part that surprised me was the uh, the gingerbread helpers. Yeah, they were hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> they were like just goofy enough like the gremlins at the end of the the movie when there's so many of them yeah if it was just a stripe i would have been like that's that's scary but yeah. the rest of them you're like okay it's kind of funny but those ones i was like whoa and like when they pulled the kid through the fucking uh uh chimney i was just like holy shit after like, he bites, oh. takes a bite out of the one's head and it's all like ah <laughs> yeah yeah, exactly. He's fucking oh, pissed too. Um, the the Jack in the Box was creepy as hell, though. That was an excellent design. Up in the uh, attic. Yeah. That thing was creepy. How it was. Eating. That was an excellent design, like snake like and everything. I was like, oh, that was that was genius. Like actually, whew. like all four of them up in that attic were like really good. That's right. Yeah the the doll. Yeah, the doll with the weird tentacles and stuff. The creepy flying doll thing. You got like the robot that was stabbing like Adam Scott. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like all of that was so awesome. The crazy bear with the big teeth. That's right. Yeah, crazy bear was another one too. Like Jesus, they were all just fucking crazy, just crazy. So, uh, needless to say, Geek Panthers, if you haven't seen uh, seminal classic Krampus, watch it for fuck's sakes, man. (laughs) It's amazing, hundred percent. Oh, we probably should have said it at the beginning. If you haven't seen it, watch it and then come back and see this because this is spoiler, spoilerific, spoilerific. We we actually kept it pretty good. You know, we well, we basically said well, they, the ending. We said the ending, and then basically everyone died. But other than that, <laughs> yeah, we also talked about how some of them died too. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to reference another way some of them died too, like when they're getting to the snowplow. And then all of a sudden, both parents get, like, pulled in. Yeah. Because Krampus is, like, swimming through, or not Krampus, but whatever the hell that thing was, was swimming through the snow. Yeah. It was swimming through the snow, and then it gets both of them. I was like, are you kidding me? Oh, okay. Let's talk quickly about his sled, too, with, like, the big demon horses. Yes. And how, like, all the toys are on there, like, all getting back on the sled, and... The jack in the box, like snake thing, is all like, oh, like, oh, god, man. like just creepy enough, just like suspenseful enough, just a little scary, little bit of humor. Man, this is just a, like I was floored by this movie. I wanted to see it when it came out, and then I didn't, and then I forgot all about it. So then when you mentioned it, I was like, yes, yes, we're gonna do this movie, and I was so yeah. pumped. And so thank you, Kenneth. For You're turning what? me on to not one, but two. That's right. Spoiler alert. I also like rare exports. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I wanted to uh, watch the two YouTube videos on this beforehand, but I didn't get a chance to. 
There's two two videos on rare exports. Yeah. Really? Well, there's there's one for sure. Okay. But there's two short movies that this is ultimately based off of. Oh, I didn't know that. I'll have to check. Those yeah. Out. The uh, uh, it's actually I have it here. Uh, actually, you know what? We'll cover that when we get when we get into it. Okay, we'll sure. Yeah. It. So, yeah. So so uh, so I did the lead in for Krampus. Why don't you do the lead in for this one? The lead-in for rare exports. Not so much a lead-in because we're doing all one big video, but you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Ten years old. This movie is 2010. I actually watched this movie for two reasons. A, it was released um, through, uh, wow, what the hell is its name? Oscilloscope or something? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, which is, which one's the Beastie Boy that passed away? Sorry, what? The Beast oh, passed away. I I can't recall. Adam, right? I, yes, yes, that's correct. Adam Roach for uh, Route Route. Yes, no Roach. Roach. This is Roach. His film company. This is his film company. Before oh. he passed away, he created this film studio <laughs> and went around the world and released movies that he loved that wouldn't get released otherwise. And that's wow. what he did. So that was cool and then the other thing was elijah wood was bragging about this movie like crazy online oh yeah i forgot that the levitskis know elijah wood yeah well one of them do like this <laughs> elijah so right away this was like something i wanted to watch it was christmas right. it had horror aspects so i, I was right away mm -hmm. interested this is really not a lot like outside of slasher horror movies it's not a lot of like fantastical like horror type christmas movies right right no there isn't there isn't um oh. although i don't consider this a horror flick at all no it, again horror aspects like suspenseful i'm yeah i'm actually leaning more towards uh sus I, in fact what i have is black comedy suspenseful action with horror elements that's what i have i, would, I think i would call this a fantasy thriller I will accept that. I will accept that. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, but what really, uh, what I really like is that it's from Finland. It's a Finnish film, and I don't think I've ever seen a Finnish film. I've seen I never have shit tons of Norwegian movies. But I don't think I've ever seen anything from Finland. So that was this really is the first for me that I can recall. This is the first for me. But I would have to say, if I watched a movie from Finland, uh, I I would remember. I would remember. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean. Okay. So. You had said uh, 10 years ago? Yeah, 2010. Yep. September 24th, it was released at Fantastic Fest. Mm -hmm. It was later released in Finland, December 3rd of the same year. It was written by, good luck with these pronunciations, uh, Yalmari Halander. It was directed by Yalmari Halander, <laughs> based on Rare Exports Incorporated, which is about three hunters a marker a sniper and a tracker hunting santa claus in the uh the same area that this movie is uh, set in okay uh and this was also that movie which apparently you can find on youtube so like i said i will watch it and i recommend you do too okay. but it's the same guy yelmari does this one okay. he also does the next one which is rare exports the official safety instructions 
He writes and directs both of them. So he did a couple little short space in this world, and then he and then he got the budget for a full length. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he ends up meeting with one of the guys, and he said he wanted to do a full length movie based off of those. And uh, so with Krampus, I knew what I was getting into because I had seen trailers. Yeah. But even knowing that this was supposed to be the best Krampus uh, movie, I had no idea what I was getting into. Like I knew that there was, there was hunters. They were like hunting for something and they come across something sinister. That's it. I came in completely blind and I'm glad I did. But before we get any further back to the pronunciations of these names, starring (laughs) uh, Oni Tomila, which is Pietari Contio. He is the kid. He's the main star. Uh, Yorma Tomila is Rauno Contio, who is, oh, I think I might got the last name wrong on Yorma. Yorma? I wrote the same thing. Are they? I don't think they're related, though. Anyway, Rauno Contio, which is the dad. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Corpella, who is Imo, who I've referred to as the English friend because he speaks shitty English. Yeah. Rauno Uvonen which is a Piperinen, Piperinen. I kind of turned finish there on that one. I don't know why. Imari Yarvenpa is Juso, the only other kid in the movie. Yep. Risto Salmi is the sheriff. Per Christian Ellison. I don't know who that, I forgot to put the cast of that person. But they're in there. As some but they're in there. They're in that movie. Oh, you know what? That might've been uh no, it couldn't have been the British guy. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened there. That's weird. Yeah. Because I made a point of writing down uh, Peter Jacoby, which is Pietari's uh, Santa Claus. I'm going to say Santa Claus for now. Yeah. We'll Good update call. the cast later on. But So the budget was uh, $1,803 oh, million. Yeah. Yeah, $1.8. And uh, box office... That's another one, almost four times the budget, four million and fifteen. Four million and change. Yeah. Which I mean, here's another movie where I'm going, why isn't but I guess the way it ends, there doesn't really need to be a franchise, but there could be a sequel to this. There could be. I mean, it could be a prequel. Because the prequel idea would be pretty cool considering the premise of this. I would even love to see a prequel comic book. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like so I, I want to see I want to see what was in the ice. Yeah, yeah. Um so again, right out of the gates, love this movie. Yeah. Absolutely love this movie. I know I said it uh, a couple of times during the Krampus section, but yeah, this is one of my new favorite Christmas movies. It's so good and I like that uh you're calling it a a fantasy thriller. I yeah. think that encompasses this perfectly. Um, I mean, I, I just love the way it starts. It starts with them literally fucking drilling and bombing this, uh, this place. And they're like finding shavings. Like they're on the mountain, they're in the mountain. And this British guy is just like, keep drilling. And they're like, well, we found shavings. And he's like, yeah, yeah. because they buried something and we found it, you know? 
and uh, Pietari and Juso are watching. And <laughs> it's so cute that Pietari's like, is Santa dead? <laughs> <laughs> is he dead? <laughs> like, what is, what's going on? And then, of course, Juso's like, ah, you believe in Santa and stuff like this. Yeah. They got their like 80s punk rock hairdos, which is awesome. But uh, I thought that was really cool. I, I loved how immediately we got to see this alternate history of Santa Claus. And I actually looked to see if there was actually any rooting in this at all. And there isn't. This is just something that they said for this movie. Santa really? Claus is going to be basic. What? I said, I said, really? Like, that's... Yeah, I, I did some digging. I looked through for alternate, and I was like, "Oh my god, is this like the actual history of Santa? Like, is Santa really like this?" That's what I was thinking. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. So I, I actually did a little bit more digging to see that there's no alternate version of Santa Claus outside of this movie that has him being essentially a horned being who whips misbehaving children and burns them in a cauldron. But that entire sequence, the artwork in all those different books and stuff yeah. was so good. Exactly. So good. I was, was like, man, I can't get book. over this. It was actually like looking at the art in that book that made me go, this would be a great comic. Yeah. Actually, I almost wish that they released the book because I would read that book. The all, the real life history of Santa Claus. I would too. They did it with the Baba Duke. They released his book. Like they should do yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, Baba Duke. Baba Duke. <laughs> duk, duk, duk. but uh yeah like i man i also like how this movie very much like krampus isn't fast paced but there's a steady pace to it it is building constantly and yeah. it like both of these movies are less than they're just about they're just under two hours yeah they're an hour and a half roughly you know, this one was hour 40 and uh, I was like, like, it's moving at a pace that I'm like, OK, all right. Like I'm along for the ride, yeah. but I'm not like and this is finished, too. So this is subtitles, you know, but at no point in time. Like I'm a little bit more well versed with the with subtitles. No, you, you're pretty good now, too, right? Oh, yeah. No, I watch a lot of movies. Or are you not so good with subtitles? No, I'm good. With yeah, that. I was gonna say. I remember it. Yeah, used well, to be you know what? Before, it depends but... on the language. Some yeah. languages just go too quick for subtitles, where the subtitles are just flashing. You're like, I can't even keep up with this. Like, yeah, I'm but that's also it, I'm reading it, and I can't watch the screen. That's the fault of the director. They should they yeah. should s slow the speed, right? But this was perfectly done, where I never felt like I needed to rewind it to catch up or anything like that. I was like, okay, all right. Um, like you get the dad in there and he's like a, like a butcher. That's the introduction. But I got a kick out of how the kid Pietari falls asleep sitting up cause he's reading up on Santa Claus. Yeah. His dad wakes him up with the snowball and then just like, because of course, you know, you're in Finland and it's, yes. you're, you're basically in a city full of dudes. The kid strolls out in his underwear and it cracked me up cause he's got a thick sweater. <laughs> skivvies like trunk yeah. style not trunk style uh speedo style undies right yeah. briefs that's the word i'm looking for just strolls out in his sweater he's got his uh oh man i can't remember his uh zupo was Z that his something like that yeah it's like a stuffed animal that he pulls around on a leash like a real animal like <laughs> but he's hugging him he's in these giant boots 
he's standing outside the slaughterhouse and he's just like, dad, I, I don't want to go in. Like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And his dad's just like, you got to come on in. And the whole time I'm going like, you're freezing your nuts off. Just go in there. Just fucking go in there. But anyway, so he finally does. And I, of course I realized once it's, once you know, it's a slaughterhouse, you're just like, Oh, that would be exactly why he's like, I don't want to, I don't want to go in there. Yeah. You know? And uh, like, Oh man, I was just, so from there, then we get into the reindeer slaughter scene. Like, holy fuck. So good. And then of course you get the one shot of the mountain again, where the guy's just like, He's calling the British dude. He's like, no, you don't understand. It's alive. Yeah. And the guy's just like, that's awesome. Yeah. Woohoo. Although I thought it was cool. Like he gives out the, the thing about like no swearing, no smoking, no drinking. And he's like, everyone follow this. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. All right. Cool. And wasn't cool, there cool, something cool. on there about armpits too? Like wash your armpits or something? Or... Yeah. Something like that too. And they're all just kind of like. What? Like, deep drillers uh high level grave robbers essentially and it's like yeah they give a shit about hygiene i remember being so confused because i bought this movie knowing it was a finished film and then as soon as it starts playing everyone's talking english (laughs) i was like i know it doesn't look dubbed what's going on here i know i was like what is happening and then of course they get into the actual yeah village you know um or even setting up the trap for the wolves i thought was really cool Yep. There's a cool sequence because you show um, that uh, Rauno, Rauno, yeah, Rauno is yeah. a pretty smart guy to figure out how to do all this stuff. And then, you know, that's it. Going to catch wolves to make sure that they can do their reindeer harvest and, you know, make $85,000 cash. Yep. And when they see the slaughter of it and the hole in the fence, I thought like when Pietari's just like, oh God, that's our fault. And his buddy Yuso's like, shut your fucking mouth. Don't you fucking say a word. But Pietari's like, he feels so bad because he feels like it's his fault, their fault that all the reindeers are gone. So basically, the livelihood of the village is shot because where are you going to get $85,000 now, right? Yeah. Um, That was like, like it really like kind of tugs at the heartstrings. Like for a finished film, for us Canadian people, it immediately brought me in, kept me and kept me in where I wanted to see where this movie was going to go. Um, this movie also reminded me of uh, Home Alone as well. Got heavy Home Alone vibes, but towards yep. the end of the movie, and I'll explain why there too. But. Uh, when we finally get to see the Santa Claus, definitely didn't see that coming. Definitely didn't see that version of Santa Claus coming when he all, falls in the pit. All lanky and like... Lanky, but that's actually based off of Sinterklaas, which is the Finnish version of Santa Claus. Yeah. Which I couldn't... I. It's hard to discern, but he, his, that version may be one of the earliest versions of santa claus but then again santa claus predates like like 15th century stuff like it's crazy like they were doing santa claus stuff like in king james's time yeah. so it's crazy it's absolutely crazy but the visual of this tall lanky filthy fucker you know yeah and like essentially motionless so when they bring the body back to the uh, slaughterhouse 
And Ranu is like, uh, I'm fucked because A, you find out he wasn't supposed to make the trap in the first place. Yeah, they're illegal. And two, he's essentially killed a guy. <laughs> you know, and his buddy, Piperinen, is like, I-, I can't really do much of any, like, I can't help you. And Ranu's just like, you're going to shut your mouth. He's like, yeah, I guess I'll shut my mouth. <laughs> right? And up until that point, it's just, you know, moving along. You know, you've got some hints uh, that, you know, Santa Claus is watching uh, Pietari because of the footprints, you know, and you can see, you know, it's the footprints because in one of the books, it shows the weird, small, tiny footprints that Santa Claus is supposed to make and stuff. And I was like, man, this is is another one of those movies. I'm like, holy shit, this is really cool, really cool take. Um, And they're about to start cutting them up and then it just like yeah forced back and they're just like uh did you see that and then of course people are in is like yeah like holds his head in front of his mouth he's like he's breathing yeah and they're like well now what the fuck do we do right (laughs) so naturally what you do is you leave one guy there with gingerbread cookies and then you take off <laughs> just leave him with this thing that you thought was dead which yep. isn't dead but it's a dude it's an old dude so can't be nothing wrong um i got such a huge kick when they come back uh oh yeah because uh Pitari takes off he's like I'm, I'm fucking done he's decked out in his armor he's got his shotgun he's like helmet and everything he's like i'm fucking done like we got to get out of here i got to get the cops involved this is bullshit. And that's when I started seeing the uh, Kevin McAllister vibes. You know, like when Kevin's fortifying his home for the first time uh, meeting the wet bandits. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's some, I like that. You know, and of course, Ranu's now going to round up his kid and go like, oh yeah, you know, he's being a little bit of a smart ass here. And, you know, love, and of course. I love it when Batari looks out his window and could tell that someone was standing there watching him. Yeah. So then Ranu's goes to throw some wood in the fireplace and the bear trap goes off <laughs> and at actually first, at first you're like what the hell was that i know <laughs> and then you take the log out and it's got the bear trap you're like oh my god he's like i could have been fucking killed you know yeah. but i also love the fact that like so pietari's like dad were you uh you're outside my window this morning and he's like i'm not answering such a stupid question <laughs> and he's like well, could you answer the question? <laughs> he fucking makes his dad go, no, I wasn't out your window. This is so dumb. And then the fucking bear, bear trap happens. And I like, I think everyone that watches the movie for the first time is just like, what the fuck? Yeah. I actually I thought, thought there was something inside the fireplace. I thought Santa Claus came through the chimney and was not going to kill them. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. And then it was like a fake. It was an excellent fake out with the, the bear trap and he's just like oh you're grounded <laughs> and then of course Pietari's like no I'm not I'm gonna go get the sheriff fuck this shit <laughs> right so anyway so we get back to them <laughs> this, he's fucking eating the gingerbread and the like the Santa Claus is like so he's like oh you like gingerbread so he starts teasing this fucking dude right <laughs> And loses his ear because of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's waiting outside and he's just like, yeah, don't don't go in there. It's like, what the fuck happened to you? 
the thing is weirder than it looks. He bit my ear. So don't go in there, okay? <laughs> and then they go in there, of course. Yeah. And the the one English speaking dude, they start like beating the shit out of it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is rough. Like you guys are gonna get so fucked up. That's the whole time I'm thinking, you guys are gonna get so fucked up. For some reason, this thing's not fighting back. And I was like, oh shit. Oh, that's right. The guys go to the drilling area to get their money back. That's right. That's why they left. Right. And I thought that was pretty cool. And then we find out that like everyone's been killed and they're like, now what the fuck's going on? Right. And then, okay, now we're up to speed. And so now they're like, well, we've got Santa Claus. So we're going to just ransom Santa Claus for $85,000. And then that's that. Called the British guy. Hey, I got Santa Claus. And I was like, okay, all right. Yeah, but there's got to be more that, to this. Before that, though, like the three guys are in there looking at that Santa Claus and he's hunched over, not moving or anything. And if a car walks in and then he starts doing the sniff with his nose, like the cookies, and then he looks at the kid. He was sniffing before that, too, because he was looking through the window. Yeah, he was smelling And I was like, child. holy shit, Santa Claus smells kids? Like, this is crazy. That's creepy. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's creepy when he does the look, yeah. too, and then he does the weird eyes. Yeah. I don't know how they do that effect, like, but that was really cool. Back over his eyes. I was like, oh, man. And I actually thought we were going to get like a jump scare where it was just going to start coming and just ripping people apart and stuff. And then nothing happens. Although it was hilarious that even though they had him in a cage, they had Piatari basically in the back with (laughs) Santa Claus in the cage. It's just watching. (laughs) You can clearly see that this thing or this this dude like wants him or whatever. And he's weird about it, too. This isn't like. Like, he's just, like, that's fucking creepy weird. Then when they get to the British guy, and the British guy is just like, oh, <laughs> that's not Santa Claus. That's one of his elves. But Stop he notices the it after the eyes, right? Like, he's, he's, he's staring at him, and then he gets that glassy effect on his eyes. And then right away, he's all like, smile. And he turns yep. around, and he's like, everyone just smile. Everything is good. Yeah, <laughs> everything's great. Don't swear. And they're no. like, What's going on? And he's like, oh, this is one of his little helpers. And then you just see them all around them, just coming out of the bush. Like that, uh, definitely. Like, so we had this slow burn, creepy effect with what we thought was Santa Claus. Yeah. And then when they flipped it and it was an elf, I was like, whoa. And then we saw a whole horde of the elves. It was like, Jesus Christ. That was crazy. And the filming for that must have been fun because these dudes were naked <laughs> yeah they were naked <laughs> just just cocking balls flopping around there was no <laughs> <laughs> i was like wow okay all right like no shame at all yeah <laughs> some of them of course didn't need to be ashamed <laughs> <laughs> but like so the way they shot that was really cool too. Like that was where the special effects came into play. Cause you could tell they weren't shooting in the middle of winter. Yeah. They weren't shooting at night. Yeah. This was all special effects. That's fine. It looked really good, really well done. Um, I was just like, at that point I was like, Holy fuck. So if those are the elves, then where's Santa? What right. Is like, yeah. Like how, how is Santa going to look? Is he how similar is he going to look to any of those drawings that we saw, right? And uh, you know, and again, Pietari's just like the final door, the 
the one door that's not open, right? Because he, he's up until this point, he's refusing to open 24 because, you know, yeah. Santa's going to kill him, right? Yeah. And he's calling to find out all of his kids in the area are now missing. And there's those creepy straw dolls yeah. in re- to replace them. Like when he goes to Juso's room and it's just this, oh, I was like, oh my God, that's creepy. That was unsettling. At first I thought it was the actual kid. Like they were like. That's what I thought at first too. I thought so too, but then I was, either way, that's unsettling. Like that is (laughs) just rough, you know? Uh, And then when they open up the the door, we we see all the sacks that were missing from (laughs) uh, Amo's uh, potatoes. Yeah. Which was hilarious. He's like, well, you know, they took all the sacks and potatoes and the sheriff's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is going on here? This is a weird, you know, the stoves and radiators are being stolen. Yeah. You know, and now we find out that the elves are trying to melt the like ginormous Santa ginormous. Claus. Like all you see is the horns. That's the one thing I actually have here that I would have love to have seen the full form of santa claus yeah same here you know it's it's kind of like it's neat because your your imagination could kind of play with it what he looks like and everything but it's also a huge bummer like obviously this movie's only 1.8 million or uh yeah budget yeah is 1.8 it's got tiny and that's exactly why we didn't see santa claus that's exactly why we didn't see him i mean he would have been like wicked to see oh my god i like I watched the movie when we got to that scene. I was like, "Whoa, I can't wait to see him." But the flip side is, is that I also I loved how, like, once they realized, like, when they started to think this was Santa, and then it was like, "Well, no, they're elves." They immediately start going with Pietari, and they're going, "Okay, what do we do?" Now they they believe it. They're in, and then they're like, "What do we do?" But I also love how they they all treated Santa like the end boss like this is the end of the world this cannot like he cannot be melted so while it's disappointing that we didn't get to see his true form yeah it makes perfect sense within the movie that they're like just blow the fucking thing to hell blow it to fucking hell let's just be done with this as quickly as possible make sure you get the horns first though because if we don't get the horns we have no proof that we like i was like what are you using the horns for why would you even do that but okay fine yeah they're trophy hunters, I guess. Right. But yeah, I loved that. They were literally like, just wipe it out as quickly as possible. Um, Cause like, like an end game threat is really what it was. Right. Yeah. Which okay. I thought was awesome. I loved that. Is it me or is like Piatari incredibly strong though? That whole sequence where, cause where like, <laughs> cause they like, they round up all the kids in the sacks. To, yeah get the elves into the reindeer pen so to do that it's a helicopter a net with all the kids in this net and piatari just kind of hanging one handing one arm just like yeah one hand calling the shots fucking rights calling the shots and they're doing like crazy swings and everything and i was just like i was like that kid would be like this hanging on for his life Or he would be, he would fall off. Yeah, just gone. <laughs> like it looked awesome. It looked super cool that he was one handing it and he's all like, yeah, Philippine, you're awesome. You know? Um, 
the only thing that was kind of weird about this flick, though, is it really seemed like Piatari felt like his existence made his dad's life worse. Because even they had that conversation where he's like, like, like if I was gone, would it, would your life be better? You know? Yeah. It's like, wait, what? And they had, then they had a different relationship. And with the mother gone, I, I figured like maybe it was one of those deals where the mother died at birth. And maybe the father's always kind of had that blame over his kid. Uh, I see. I never caught the blame. I never thought it was a blame thing. I did feel like, I don't feel like the mother died at birth. I do feel like the kid got to know his mom enough. I think what it was, was that the kid was a lot like his mother and it reminded, constantly reminded his dad of his, of what he lost. Okay. I don't think he was resentful, but it's, you know, it's like constantly being reminded that yeah. you lost the love of your life, right? And of course he loves his son. He's just, it's a different, he's a different man and his son's a different kid. Um, <clears throat> but even at the end where like Piatari's basically like, no, I have to do this. I have to sacrifice myself to save all of you. So fuck it. Let's go. Let's do it. And backflips. <laughs> <laughs> But it, I, at first I was like, are you kidding? He's going to land on the ground. But then he lands on the crane thing. And I was like, oh, okay, that's that's yeah. cool. That's all right. Um, but then they get all the elves in there. He gets out. Like, I was like, yes. I really thought that was cool, too, because he was, like, ready to sacrifice himself. Like He was he was, he was was done. He was like, it's over. Tell yeah. my dad I love him. Uh, you know, whatever. Let him know, oh, let him know what, what I, I did. did. Yeah. Yeah, tell him what I did. And I was like, oh, that's. Oh, you know, and then uh, they fucking kill Santa Claus. Yeah. Blow that fucker to smithereens. And then uh, Pietari is rescued. The elves immediately are just like, what yeah, do, what, what, what do we do now? Uh, but what do I learn how to do taxes? What the fuck do I do now? I will admit I didn't quite understand the ending at first. Like when they start saying, well, how much is it for Santa Claus, right? Yeah. And they come up with like this astronomical number, like 16 million or something like that. 16.8 yeah. million. And I remember just being like, uh, okay, but they're elves. Like, I don't understand. But then I start going, oh, so they're training the elves to be Santa Claus. Yeah. Okay. But I still didn't quite get it. I When I did my extra research here, and of course they're, they're saying they're essentially sending them around the world to be mall Santas. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, that's a really fucking sweet ending. <laughs> that's they create okay, I understood throw them I understood that they were rehabilitating the elves and the, the whole sequence was hilarious too. Like that was a funny way to end the movie. Um <laughs> but it was like I was like, okay, they're training to be Santa's, but like the guy that knew that it was Santa is dead. Like who else is gonna like who else is gonna buy them? And then when I, I was like, "Oh, it's Mall Santas." Oh, oh, I was like, that's so great. That's so great. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a funny ending. It was a funny ending for like, like I said, it was it was kind of a comedic movie. Like it wasn't. Oh yeah, it, it's you know, it's a lot. I more like fantasy thriller. I like fantasy thriller yeah. with comedic elements. You know, a lot more lighthearted than than the other one for sure. Uh, yeah, it is a little bit more lighthearted than Krampus. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's more fun to say it that way, though, right? Like yeah. I, I say, Krampus a couple of times, 
But then when I saw the movie and, and she said, Karampus, I was like, yep, that's how I'm going to say it from now on. I'm going <laughs> to correct people. Karampus. I'm going to correct people. If someone says Krampus, I'll be First, like, what? I'm just talking about your grandfather? I'm just lazy and I go right to Krampus. Like, Are we talking about your grandfather? Because I saw the movie Krampus. <laughs> Krampus. Actually, you know what? I will save it for, uh, so this movie, Krampus. Those shitty fucking bullshit straight-to-video ones, those yeah. are Krampus movies. Those yeah. are Krampus movies. Those are just Krampuses. <laughs> yeah, they're Krampus 1, 2, 5, pre-Krampus and post-Krampus. Fuck them all. Krampus, however, that's a classic. <laughs> that is a classic. So would you agree with that order of movies that, uh, that you saw? Would you put Rare Exports at number one? Um, No, I wouldn't. I liked them both equally. Okay. Um, see, because like, like even the small little things that I like, like I was saying about Krampus and, and this one, like they could have did this or could have done that, doesn't make them any less movies, uh, any less good movies. Uh, they're both really, really good. It's hard to compare them though. Because even though this movie was like the top of the list for the Krampus movies, mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily consider this a Krampus movie because this is literally just an alternate take on Santa Claus. Yeah, not once because... is the word Krampus used, right? Sorry? They don't use the word Krampus once. They don't say it once. They don't say it once. And for good reason, because it's Finnish, right? So they're going to go with their version of those characters. So, yeah. you know, like Sinterklaas and Santa Claus, like that's you know, part of the Finnish culture. Whereas, you know, in Austro-Bavaria, they have, you know, Santa Claus, but they also have Krampus or Krampus, right? So I don't really consider that part of the list. Um, But also, I mean, I I mean, which one do you think is better? Um, I think Krampus is better. I think it's better just because for me, it has more replayability. Like, I'll watch that one more often than Rare Exports. Like, I watched Rare Exports when it came out, which, crazy enough, is 10 years ago already. It doesn't feel like 10 years, but it's been 10 years, apparently. Since it I doesn't look it. 10 years, either. Yeah, so, like, but it's one of those movies, I, I don't think I could watch it every year. Okay. Whereas Krampus, I could definitely watch it every year. Well, I'll let you know next year, if okay. I end up re-watching it. Yeah. But, um... I don't know. I, I feel like both of them are equally good on their own. Uh, like, cause there's like some so of the different. shots, some of the shots in Krampus were fucking incredible, but also some of the shots in uh, rare exports was also fucking incredible. Like there was actually a bit of a, a thing vibe for me, yes. you know, and partly because it's like, you know, no all male cast. It's, you know, set in uh, the winter, like, you know, uh, well, in the Arctic versus uh, Finland. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's those aspects. But even some of the shots kind of felt like it, too. And I was like, oh, wow. I, like, wish, I wish we could have got a little more horror in rare exports. Like all the shots of the guys up on the mountain screaming and you just you just see their hard hats flying and everything. Like, I wish we would have seen. the Actually, uh, you no, know, yeah, loose. that was one thing that I thought was kind of lacking there was a lot of off off camera kills that yeah. was one thing i remember distinctly so thank you for reminding me yeah. i remember thinking like oh we could have seen 
it didn't have to be like uh, a gore fest, but it could have been something, right? Whereas, whereas like, with Krampus, I like the idea that we didn't really know if the characters were dying or just being abducted. Yes, yes. You no, know? that was cool. I thought, yeah, that's uh, I, yeah, still though. It's hard for me to pick. Yeah. I mean. Like I said, I'll let you know next year if I rewatch Rare Expo. Well, like I said too, these are totally different movies. Like that's they, the other part they too. Have a like little tiny things in common, and that's it. Like they are yeah. totally different. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like really, the only uh, commonality is it's they're both kind of Christmas movies. Like Rare Exports, yeah. like they're they're both set during Christmas. And yep. they're both dealing with a supernatural Christmas villain. That's it. Yeah. You know? That's it. Um, I almost, like, uh, part of me kind of wants to edge out Rare Exports only because of the crazy alternate take on Santa Claus. And they did it so well that it reminded me of uh, the uh, marketing for the Blair Witch Project. Okay. Because before the movie came out, they released, like, that hour, this hour-long, like, documentary about uh the Blair Witch Project that treated it like it was real so I watched this and I was like I was like an unsolved mysteries kid so I watched that and I was like whoa like this witch in this forest uh kill these people and this movie is about like what and then of course you find out it's all fake I was like wow that's a really good marketing crazy good marketing yeah so so that part there, that whole aspect where they, they did such a good job of this alternate take of Santa Claus, I fucking Googled that shit. I went on Wikipedia and I was like, where, where is this part? Where's this version in the, in the history books? Why haven't we heard about this guy? Yeah. yeah it's- How did you get from this to friggin' Coca-Cola St. Nick with polar bears? Like, how did we get there <laughs> when this guy is like, like twenty pummeling, all with sp- like spanking asses till they're bloody, and then when he's done doing that, he boils them in fucking cauldron of water. You're like, never mind. He's actually a super nice guy, and he gives out gifts every year. <laughs> and the elves, the take on the elves is really cool too. Like just this mindless, like literally just grab the kids. Take the kids to Santa. Grab the kids, take the kids to Santa. Yeah, they were like this hive mind, right? Exactly. Very cool. Very much like, uh, oh, like, like zombies. When they're, chasing, when they're chasing the helicopter, they're all like, they're moving in unison, you know? like. And that shot was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was really That cool. shot was so good. So it's, it's tough. It's tough. I, I'm going to leave it at they're both equally awesome because I can't really pick one or the other i just yeah. can't yeah no you can honestly that's fine well rare exports is a freaking incredible too i actually gave both of these a four and a half out of five and that's where i'm at too not quite yeah. fives both, both of them have the same rating and the only reason like it's going to depend on mood right it's going to really depend on mood and yeah you know obviously what? edging it out a little is the subtitles i'm not always going to feel like reading a movie late at night you know Oh, you see, I uh, when I watch TV at night, nine times out of ten, the volume's yeah, you down. Do the subtitle. You do the subtitle, right? And I do the subtitles. Although <laughs> I got so used to it 
that I don't even like register it. And Michelle is now like, she's like, you know, like I don't hear the TV, right? Like you could have the TV at a volume and you could hear it. I'm not going to hear it upstairs. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, I know you keep telling me this. I know. It's just that I'm, a, it's a part of the habit. So like lately I've been not doing it as much, but it's not as big a deal for me, but I can see like, you're right though. Not every, every time you want to yeah. watch a movie, you're like, like okay, let's fucking read. Let's times, read some shit. Yeah. A lot of times I'll put TV or movies on at night and as background noise, like, cause I'm also like editing or I'm, I'm doing or writing or I'm yeah. reading. Like I'm always multitasking and I always got the TV as the second, you know, I'll look up and I'll watch and I'm listening to it. If it's subtitles, I, I can't do anything. Right. I'm, I'm 100% on the movie. That's right. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, but yeah, both amazing films. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. Oh, I think the other part for rare experts though, is I didn't know what to expect. Whereas with Krampus, I had a, a pretty good idea because I saw the trailer. So I was kind of like, eh, mm-hmm. I can kind of get a feel for this movie, but either way, like they're both really good. I have to agree. Depending on the mood might edge one or the other out at that yeah. particular time. Yeah. I was actually really happy when you said, can we do rare experts too? I was like, holy shit. I haven't seen that in years. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's do that. Cause it's such a unique pick too for, for these Christmas cam cast. Well, and that's, uh, I, if it wasn't for that list, like sometimes Google listening to you helps out because, yeah. because it, if I, that never came up, I would have never checked that out. And I probably would have never watched the movie. And then when you're like, yeah, I haven't seen that since it came out. I was like, you know what? Maybe next time you start, like you watch a movie and you think it's really cool. Just tell me, just let me know. And then I'll, I'll see if I watch it because let me know. I could have watched this 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, you know why I never told you about it. You know what? It was probably one of those ones you just watched. Well, you were in BC at the time. So by the time we talked. Ago, I was here 10 years ago. Oh, wait, I, no, 10 years. Yeah, I was sorry. It my was, first apartment. It was Krampus. Years. That's right. Krampus. Yeah. Uh, ten, you know, it's probably just one of those ones where you watched it and then forgot about it. Yeah. It, and it pretty much is that. Because when you said it, I was like, oh, yes. I've not seen that in a long time. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, the Geek Panthers. Yeah. Hey, that's not bad. We didn't go off on a tangent till the very end. This is, uh, we got all the tangent shit out of the way. This is our big, huge, massive Christmas special. So thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Watch Krampus. Watch Rare Exports. Uh, Oh, yeah. One last shot. Christmas sweater. Um, Amazing. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Yep. Some of you more than others. <laughs> but I get it. I mean, I understand it's COVID and it's a weird time to be alive and it's a weird time to, to be stuck in your house and maybe you want to do other things and maybe don't want to talk about 40, 30, 50-year-old movies. I get it. I understand. We've got more new stuff coming. Yep. And, uh, you know, again, as always, we can be seen on Facebook. We can be seen on Instagram. We can be seen on Twitter. We can be seen, obviously, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can hear us on SoundCloud. You can hear us on Google Podcasts. You can hear us on Apple Podcasts. Um, and finally, you can find us on a website that's called geekpantsmedia.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, Chris, we are everywhere. We are everywhere. Got them all. You nailed it. I started the show with a promo. I thought I'd end with a good, uh, good note. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Um, season's greetings. Everything Chris is saying. Um, 
wish you a very healthy and safe holiday. And oh God, especially safe. Like, yeah, I get it. You want to see your family members. I do. I understand it. I want to see mine too, but I also want them to live long and prosper. And I want to live long and prosper. Mm-hmm. Um, just fucking wear a mask, be safe, safe, social Play. distance. If you're going to see your family, barricade yourself in your house for two weeks just be just be safe and be cool and and don't buy into all the misinformation the disinformation just listen to the people that have doctorates and degrees you know people that literally dedicate their whole life to this kind of stuff listen to those people we're all geeks at heart channel your inner geek do you think batman wouldn't wear a mask do you think john wick wouldn't wear a mask all of these people would wear a mask because it would ultimately help people and that's what being a geek is all about, just being the best version of ourselves to help out everyone else. We sure know that Tom Cruise would wear a mask. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot to put that on my list of things. I was, I was so impressed. Now, granted, the audio does cut out where he starts to build them back up and starts to say nice things. But I love it. I love that he was like, fucking wear that mask. If you don't wear that mask, if I see that again, you're out. I mean, yeah. You're the reason why this industry is dying. Like families are going hungry because of you. And he's right. Like, yeah, the movie industry is taking yeah. a massive hit. I here. was just smiling at that audio clip. I was like, good for yep. you, Tom. Good for you. Anyone saying, oh, he should say that nicer? Fuck that. This is serious. He's taking it seriously. At the stage of the game where say, like now. This could be the second or third time he's talked to these people already. Uh, you know? Like, right. Not only that, like, like just in Ontario alone, we're seeing a depressing, huge uptick. Yep. Because, well, you know, like I said, like we're we're COVID crazy. You know, we've got COVID cabin fever. We're sick of COVID. Every single one of us is sick of COVID. Oh There's yeah. One person in this, I am sick of it. Kenneth's sick of it. My fucking dog is sick of it, even though he's out like a light now. But still, we're all sick of it. But the way that we get through this is by being as safe as we possibly can, okay? 100%, man. So thank you for listening to this mini rant. I want nothing but the best for all of you. Uh, Stay safe, and we love y'all. We will see you in 2021. Laters on the Men J! Laters on the Men J!